Season 4, Episode 2, Nursery Decor with guest host and fellow millennial homemaker, Kayla Anderson. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of the Millennial Homemakers Podcast, your resource for all things home, hostessing, and more. We're your hosts, Jackie Alexander and Jacqueline Humble. Jackie and I often talk about how we are almost more excited to decorate a nursery than to actually have children, at least at this point in our lives. A nursery is a space where you can be creative in ways that you wouldn't be in the rest of the house. And as y'all know, I love a good theme. And since neither of us have had a nursery decorating opportunity before, we wanted to bring Kayla on the podcast for new mamas or future mamas. We also felt like this would be a fun episode to listen to no matter what stage of life that you're in. So first off, welcome Kayla or welcome back. Thanks so much for having me. And congratulations. Wow, we're so excited to have you. Bundle of joy coming. Thank you. We are so excited. In a month? Yes. So she is due the end of July. So July 29th is my due date. And she could be stubborn and decide to stay in there a little longer. But hopefully she'll come right on her due date or maybe a little bit before if we get lucky. (laughs) Oh, man. I know. These summer months, at least you're in Tennessee and not like Florida. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, The humidity has been awful. I I bet. I can imagine. So Kayla and her husband are expecting a sweet little baby. And she posted pictures of her gorgeous nursery that she finished decorating. And Jackie and I both were just like, we have to have her on the show because she did such a wonderful job. And it just flowed so well with the rest of your house. And you just did such a beautiful, tasteful job. So we thought we're going to pick her brain, not only for our benefit for future, but I'm sure (laughs) other people probably would want to know, you know, the thought process behind all the decor. Okay, great. Well, I'm excited to talk about it. Like Jacqueline said, it really flows with the rest of your house so well. Like that's the when I first saw pictures on your Instagram, mm-hmm. that was the first thing I didn't even, I mean, I knew it was a nursery, but it flowed. Is that a word? Flowed? Yeah, I guess okay. it sounds weird. Um, so well with the rest of your house that it was very natural and it didn't scream, hey, I'm a nursery. There's going to be a baby living in me soon. Well, also, like when Kayla posted it, I immediately knew it was Kayla's house. And I think that really says a lot for you as having your personal style and just being a tastemaker, if you will. Thank you. Yeah, before we even knew the gender of our baby, I knew I wanted the nursery to flow with the rest of our house, but still be functional and cozy. And I wanted it to be a nursery, obviously, but I didn't want it to scream baby. I love that because, you know, babies grow up pretty quickly. And so you didn't want her to grow out of it too fast. So Caleb, what was the inspiration for your nursery? Was there one piece that you started with or was it just kind of a general idea? Well, that's kind of a loaded question because <laughs> I, I have thought for so long about how I would decorate a nursery and I've seen things on Pinterest and Instagram and had lots of inspiration. Um, but of course, when we found out we were expect, 
expecting. We didn't know if we were having a boy or a girl. And whatever I decided to do in that room was very dependent on that. Um, But I did know that we wanted to use neutrals. um, And I wanted some pieces that if we had another baby in the future, we could use again. So I knew that the main things in the room, I wanted to be neutral colors. Um, And then when we found out we were having a girl... I kind of wanted to go soft and feminine and choose kind of a color palette that was girly but wasn't overbearing. So I chose grays and pinks and whites, and then I added some florals in there. And then, of course, the elephants, as you um, could see from the pictures, um, just became the kind of a theme for the nursery. And the way that that started was my mom had given us uh, an elephant for Christmas. And this was before we even knew we were having a girl. And I thought, well, elephants could go either way. So we kind of ended up going with that theme because of the elephant that was gifted to us for Christmas. That's so That's cute. So sweet. I love that. I love elephants. So. Me too. Yes, they are so cute. And we found so many fun things to put in her nursery. Um, but I felt like none of it, um, even though it's it's fun and cute, it, it's not overbearing. Like you don't walk in there and just think elephants. So that was. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that kind of leads into our next question, which, in my opinion, the downfall of most nurseries is that the, with the decor, they either end up looking really cheesy or they don't look child friendly. So I think you did a great job of combine, like having a theme and sticking to it, but uh, not making it look cheesy and then also still making it look comfortable, still making it look like a kid could live in there versus just a really sterile, uptight environment. So what advice do you have for sticking to a definite theme, but not overwhelming the room to a point where it's super cheesy? I think this can be such a difficult thing for new moms because when you go in baby stores or if you go in the baby section of many stores, you see lots of prints and lots of patterns um, that are really loud Um, and and not all the time. I mean, you can find some really great neutrals, um, but a lot of things have characters on them. For example, Disney, and I love Disney. Um, I'm not knocking Disney at all, Um, but I just think that you have to be careful when you're designing a room because you don't want it to be overbearing. So my best piece of advice would be to use a mix of solids and prints when it comes to decor and linens. Um, So your linens like is in your crib sheets and your um, crib skirt and your mattress pad cover, all all of those are not mattress pad cover, your um, changing pad cover, just to go really neutral with those, maybe just a nice print or a solid, and then add in accents that go along with the theme of the room. So for example, we did elephants. So we added in stuffed animals and some little accents that are, that have elephants on them, but the theme of the room overall is just a lot more neutral and pink and gray um, and it doesn't just scream elephants and that way it looks really balanced and your your nursery does look very balanced and you can definitely like you mentioned you can note you notice the elephants without it screaming the elephants and I love how you know that turned out where it's very obvious but still subtle at the same mm-hmm. time. And that kind of goes along with advice that we give time and time again, which you did. This is such a good example of is using like classic prints and just solids versus prints that look dated or could be really trendy right now. So like stripes, polka dots, pretty floral, stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, and like you said, with Disney is I love Disney too, but 
it can look really cheesy if you have like jasmine all over your linens <laughs> versus, you know, something a little bit more classic. So like retro Winnie the Pooh versus new Winnie the Pooh, exactly. you know, so exactly. kind of finding the classic things and sticking to those. And I think personally, and I mean, I'll see how I feel when I have kids, but <laughs> like the character sheets and things, those are for when they're a little older and mm-hmm. they want to decorate their room and they don't know any better. They just know I love Jasmine or I love Cinderella and they want her everywhere. <laughs> and like that point, I'm like, okay, yeah, it's your room. Go crazy. But when they're a baby and they don't have a choice, it's Jackie's a different story. So Jackie's going to control. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Kayla, what was the most challenging part for you of decorating your nursery? I think finding pieces that all went together um, because a lot of what we did in the room was we were either given pieces like the, our crib. Um, a friend of mine gave that to us and we were so thankful for it because it matched the theme of what we wanted to go with exactly. We wanted white furniture. And then just finding pieces that went along with it that didn't didn't clash when we put them together. And then I think the other part that was difficult was pacing myself and not feeling pressure to get it all done. And maybe this is just my personality, but I'm kind of an all or nothing person. And when I set my mind to a task, I'm highly motivated to get it done right away. So when I started on the nursery, I just wanted to see the finished product. And I think because I had this vision in my head and I wanted to see it completely done, um, but I really had to pace myself because, of course, you're not going to finish it overnight. And there were things that we had to wait on, too. I mean, there were things that we had to find either at thrift stores or that we had registered for that we wanted to wait to our until we had a shower to see if we would get some of those pieces. So I think just being patient and not not rushing to get it all finished at the same time and then just finding pieces that went together and didn't clash. That would be the hardest thing for me is just finding stuff because I obviously don't have any kids yet, but have shopped for my sister-in-law and friends with babies. And you walk in there and there is so much going on. And I feel like getting secondhand items, it would just be a lot to try to put it together with it still being like, you know, baby proof and low cost, you know? Absolutely. And I know for me, I already, I mean, like Jacqueline mentioned, we're pretty excited about <laughs> the idea of someday decorating nursery. So I have in my head kind of what I want nurseries to look like for a boy or a girl already, even though it's a couple years off for us. And I already know some of the pieces I might never find and I'm going to have to compromise or, you know, look around for something. And either of those, both of those things are going to take patience and understanding that I hope I learned by them, but mm-hmm. we'll find out. <laughs> So is your nursery 100% done, It is not. There are just a couple of minor details that we need to change or add to, I guess. So we we did a couple DIY projects, and one of them was a hamper that was a wicker hamper that my husband and I already owned, but we painted it, and my mom is making a new insert to go inside of it. So just a little pink fabric Mm -hmm. that goes inside. So we need to add that. And then my husband just recently hung a mirror in there, so 
so that's done. And then we actually changed the crib skirt from when I posted the picture on the Facebook group. So the crib skirt we had, it's actually for when we lower the crib when she gets a little bit older. So because I put it on and I thought this crib skirt is really short and I couldn't figure out what was wrong <laughs> with it. And then I realized it was made for when you lower the crib because it's it actually goes all the way to the ground. So I got a new mm-hmm. crib skirt and I put it on there and I actually went with a light pink and it looks so much better. So I'm excited about that and I'll post some pictures so that everyone can see. Um, and then we had ordered an ottoman to go with the chair just for when I'm sitting in the chair rocking her or breastfeeding. I wanted to make sure that I had some, you know, a comfortable place to sit. So we decided to get an ottoman that matched the chair and it looks so good and I'm excited to get it all set up and ready. That is so great. Yeah, I I mean, you're kind of with any room in the house. It'll always have things coming in and out mm-hmm. of it, I'm sure, as you find and figure out functional use too. Okay, so what stores or brands did you rely on or do you recommend to new moms uh, to turn to when they're decorating a nursery? Because we talk so much on this podcast, and I know that you like to be thrifty too, of having really expensive, like, you know, what champagne tastes on a beer bud. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. It's hard. It's so hard because you see all these inspiration pictures, and then I get these advertisements in the mail mail from West Elm or Pottery Barn or different restoration hardware. And I just look at these pictures and I think, oh, these things are so beautiful. But it's just so not practical to spend the money on things like that because um, you can find pieces that are just as pretty for half the price. And so um, I, at first, the very first thing I did was I went to thrift stores and I looked for things. Um, we For her dresser that we're using as a changing table, um, we looked there. I was not successful, so we ended up buying a, a dresser. It was actually a gift from my parents but we got to pick it out. And and I would say there's some things that you do want to spend money on. And that's one of those things. Um, but also consignment sales. I know in our area, we have a ton of children's consignment sales and kids grow out of things so quickly, or like people will change the theme of their nursery so quickly um, that you can find things that are barely used. So we found some of the decor pieces um, at a consignment sale here locally. And then Target or Bye Bye Baby, um, that was where we found a lot of other things. Uh, The chair and the ottoman are both from Target, and they look just like one of the chairs that I saw in the Pottery Barn catalog. So Yes, I love I love finding designers. Yes, so yes. I was so tickled mm-hmm. to find that. And then, of course, Etsy. And, it, and you know, sometimes Etsy can be pricey, too. So if you see things on there that are great inspiration, you can DIY, make it yourself. And, of course, I love to I love to shop local and support people who have their own businesses. So I love shops on Etsy. But sometimes it's just not practical because it's expensive, too. Mm-hmm. And then Hobby Lobby is great for decor. We use a lot of the things that we hung on the wall were from Hobby Lobby. And thankfully, I had lots of gift cards um, because it's one of my favorite stores. So we ended up spending hardly (laughs) anything on the wall decor in there because we used gift cards for it. That's such a good idea. Now, okay, I have a question about wall decor because I know like nurseries are different. Did you have to anchor? Like I know you said that your husband hung a mirror. Did you take any extra precautions in anchoring things more than you usually would? Or like, will you do that once the baby starts being mobile. 
Do you know anything about that? So we definitely did make sure that everything was really secure. I hung the things that were above her crib, and then my husband went behind me and fixed them because I don't think he thought they were safe (laughs) enough, Um, which I just wanted to get them up on the wall. And in my excitement, I just probably didn't do the best job at it. So he made sure that they were really secure. And then when he hung the mirror or anything heavy on the wall, he made sure that it was in a stud so that it was really secure. Um, And then Mm -hmm. the dresser actually came with a piece that attaches to the wall so that when she's older and she's pulling up on things, it won't fall over on top of her. And I think that's pretty standard now for most nursery furniture. They have pieces like that, or you can buy little kits that will anchor things to the wall. There's some other things in there that I'm sure we'll have to reevaluate when she starts walking and pulling up on things. But um, I mean, that's just a given. So yeah, that's how we approach that. Awesome. Yeah. I, I know there's like, a, it's a totally different game childproofing. Yes. And I'm sure I have a cat. So I feel like we, we Hemingway proof things. So, you know, everything that's nice is up high anyway. But um, I know there's a whole new world that I'll be introduced to. (laughs) Yes. And I'm so glad to hear that most of the like baby dressers and things like that come with the hardware to anchor them in the wall. Cause I've heard so many horror stories for some reason. It's always Ikea with a kid, like pulling yes. the dresser onto himself. Yes. So yeah. that makes me feel so much and better. Bookshelves. Yes. yes. And I had no clue yes. that that was just standard policy now, but I think it is because everything that we looked at pretty much had Good. it. Yeah. And I know like I bought something and um, it was a bookshelf or something and it came with one of those and I didn't know what to do with it. I had no idea what it was. I was rent, you know, it was like renting an apartment. So I probably wouldn't have put that big contraption on the wall anyway, but Mm -hmm. I I, like had to Google it. (laughs) (laughs) So Kelly, you've kind of mentioned and hinted at this a little bit, but we know that you've DIY'd some of the things in your nursery. Can you tell us about some of those projects? And I can't take credit for some of them, but they were my ideas and they were DIYs. So I'll tell you about (laughs) them. Um, So there's a little basket that we have under the window in her room, and it's an elephant basket that we're using. I think it could be used as a hamper, but we're going to use it as a toy bin. Um, And I had seen a picture in the Pottery Barn catalog of this beautiful elephant basket but it was super expensive and just not something that I could justify spending money on. I mean, maybe on a crib or a dresser or something that you're actually going to use for a long time, but on a hamper, I just (laughs) couldn't justify spending the money. So I kind of put it in the back of my mind, didn't think about it again. And then I was at Ross one day and saw this elephant hamper that was perfect, but it just wasn't the right colors. So I bought it and then my dad and mom painted it for us. Um, they are really, really creative and they, but they have a spray painter. So they were able to get the job done really quickly. Um, so they did that. And then we also had a hamper that we wanted to use for her clothes. Um, but it wasn't the right color. So my dad also painted that. And then my mom is sewing a new insert for the inside of it. The insert we had was just kind of a, a neutral, um, kind of a beigey color, and she wanted to make a light pink to match some other things in the nursery. So that's going to go in there as well. So we did DIY those things. And then my parents, since they're so creative, they've made lots of stuff for for Emmeline. And this is their first grandchild. 
and they're so excited. So my dad is a is an amazing craftsman, and he made a quilt rack to go in the corner. And I'm not sure if it was oh, in one of the pictures, cool. but I'll be sure to and post a picture on the Facebook group. And then my mom sews and quilts and monograms. So she's made quilts for Emmeline, and those are hanging on the quilt rack. So we've got a lot of fun homemade Aww. things. And then some of my friends have knit and crocheted different blankets or things for her. So we have lots of sweet um, handmade items in her nursery. I love that. I'm, That's such a testament. Like she's going to grow up not just being told how low she is, but being able to see it firsthand by all of the work that has exactly. already gone into her, her room. I loved the little elephant hamper. Yes. That was such a good idea. So it just goes to show like I am such a huge TJ Maxx, Ross, Marshalls, yes. Home Goods fanatic. Yes. I just love the hunt. And you can find amazing things and like in the clearance section. So great job. Props to you. My husband's like forever the painter of things because he is very meticulous and I'm like big picture and he's the one that does details so but I still take credit for well, it was still your idea so yes Stop. of course you deserve credit yes. <laughs> you're just a good delegator and you can't do spray That's paint because you're pregnant so <laughs> um okay so what is your favorite little vignette in the nursery like what station do you see I know you're the rocker and things like that but like do you is you're just so proud of how it turned out I think out. the crib just seeing how all that came together with the beautiful crib sheet and the little st- elephant stuffed animals and then um, the beautiful sign that we put above it and the flowers around it I just love the way that turned out so much so I think that's my favorite it's a close it's followed closely by where the rocker is along with the bookshelves um, because mm-hmm. those are just so sweet and I love books I'm a school teacher so of course we're going to have lots and lots of story time with Emmeline so I think that'll be a space that we use a lot and we really enjoy and you'll be spending a lot of time yes, in the middle of the sure. night there too <laughs> yes <laughs> so with the crib kind of vignette did you have it planned out or did you just kind of acquire things and just put it together or did you like go into it with like a sketch or a grand vision well I kind of I mean work? I scoured Pinterest looking at pictures of other people's nurseries okay. and <laughs> I actually recently just discovered on YouTube that if you search nursery tours, there's like a ton of videos. And okay, so I found this whole little niche group of mommies on YouTube, (laughs) and I have become addicted Uh to watching these mommy videos on YouTube. (laughs) And my husband thinks it's so silly, but I think it's so fun. And I I guess it's just because I'm in that stage of nesting and of preparing. And and so I just want to hear from other moms. And this is my first baby, so I'm excited. But I watched all these videos of these nursery tours, and they went through every detail in their room. And I got lots of inspiration from that, but it's none of it still matched the idea that I had in my head. So it just took me finding the right pieces and then kind of putting it together on my own to see what what worked best. It's a really cute little um, mm-hmm. vignette. And one of my favorite things that you did in the nursery was I'm like went back to look at uh, pictures on your Instagram is the little elephant rocker. Like yes. I think that every nursery should have a rocker and that's such a good way to have the theme shown 
tone mm-hmm. in like a nice classic yes, kind of yes. way. Yes, and I that was from Pottery Barn. That was one of those things though that I just thought was so adorable <laughs> and I couldn't, I just couldn't get my mind off of it. And I actually, I saw a rabbit first that was really cute and really wanted that one. I didn't even know mm-hmm. they had an elephant. And then my brother um, lives in a different city and they had a, a Pottery Barn outlet there and he went in one day with some friends and saw the elephant and he was like, I have to get that for my niece. So, so that was his gift to us. So it was really sweet that he, um, he picked that out for her and I think she'll really enjoy it. He's already got an uncle of the year award right there. Yes. And I mean, Jackie and I talk about just like you said with the crib or the changing table, the rocker is you do want, or what do you call that? Is it a rocker? Whatever. Um, It's like a rocking horse. So like rocking horse, rocking horse, uh, rocking elephant, but is there are some times where you just have to splurge because you can't make it. You, you know, mm-hmm. what are you going to do? Make a stuffed animal? I don't know how I would go about a DIY rocker unless you were like, yeah. And if I did make it, worker. it would not look uh, good. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. There is some stuff to do DIY, but there's also some stuff to splurge. And then it's kind of to highlight that in the room. Mm-hmm. And then you don't notice the stuff that might be a little bit less expensive. Exactly. Um, Kayla, what is your best piece of advice for new moms or moms-to-be for decorating Ooh, their nursery? Advice. Hmm, let me think about that. Well, <laughs> I would say, first of all, make sure it's functional because you can see – you can find lots of great inspiration online, um, but a lot of the things that you see are just super impractical. Um and, and I, yes. I say that knowing that I'm a first-time mom, so I really don't have a clue. Um, but I've talked to lots of other moms who have said, just make sure that the things that you do in the nursery are really practical, like the way you set up the changing station and her sleeping area and the area where you're going to rock her and make sure you know you have a table close by the rocker because you might be sitting in the rocker in the middle of the night and want to have you know maybe – a drink or a cup of coffee there and, um, or you may want to lay your phone there. And so just thinking about the function of the room, I think is really important as you're setting it up. Mm -hmm. Um, and sometimes functionality trumps it looking cute because there's definitely things in her room that I would change if, if it were, you know, if it were just, um, and, matter of making it look good, but because I want it to be functional, I set it up the way that I did. And then my second piece of advice would be to find neutral pieces. If you know that you're going to have more children in the future um, and you want to reuse some of them, try not to go with things that are specific to girls or specific to boys because you want pieces that are going to be able to transfer onto your next child. So we went with white furniture and her dresser is a little girly. It has some um, little flower accents on the side of it, but I knew that that was something that was going to grow with her. So I decided that that was one thing that we could go a little more girly on, but then the rocker Mm -hmm. and the crib, of course, there's something that you could use for a boy or a girl. And then thirdly, I would just say to save your money, um, don't spend money on you know, expensive furniture for a a kid's room because it's really not necessary. You can thrift it. You can DIY. You can bargain shop for lots of things. Um, Right now, it's actually a really great time to be having a baby because Baby's Rest is going out of business. And so they have things uh, super, super marked down. Um, So I have some, I have several friends who are pregnant right now and they have found great, 
great finds at Babies R Us um, on furniture and just baby items that you need, essentials. So don't spend money on things unless it's something you know that you can use for years to come. Things like dressers or rockers or um, beds, of course, that they're going to use for a long time. Those are worth the investment because you might have those for many, many years. Um, But if you're just going to use it temporarily, it's not worth spending the money on. It's funny that you've mentioned the dress dresser a couple times as far as spending a little extra money because I had the same dresser that was like mine as a baby until we moved into this house. So for yeah. like 25 years. So that's definitely one of those yeah. things. Where Our, it's okay the bedroom the furniture in mine and my husband's bedroom is the same furniture I had since I was probably about eight years old. So it has lasted and I'm super thankful <laughs> for that. So It's definitely worth it sometimes to spend the money. And then one other thing I would say is just Mm -hmm. to involve your spouse in the process as much as possible. Um, Sometimes, I mean, they're not going to care. Like if your husband's like mine, he's probably not going to care about the details of decor (laughs) and all of those things. But it's still good to ask and just get their opinion and definitely be on the same page about your budget. Um, because I think that's an area mm-hmm. where, you know, you, you might disagree on things and you need to be on the same page. So, um, thankfully that was a really easy process for us. We were on the same page about, um, budget and what we wanted to spend money on. And then he just gave me free reign to kind of decorate how I wanted to, because he knows I really enjoy that. That's the great part about having one as a supportive spouse, but you know, two, someone who trusts you and likes your style enough to just say, I know I'm going to be comfortable in this room no matter what you do. So you do what feels right to you. I try to meet myself. My dogs were barking. (laughs) Well, he was right to trust you. And Mm -hmm. um, I mean, you did such a great job. I love all of that advice. And I think that like in six months or maybe a year, we'll have to have you back to see like as a follow up, (laughs) like, okay, this is my thoughts as a first time mom going into it, doing my research. And then here is well, how it actually went (laughs) and what I've changed Mm -hmm. and everything like that. Because as much as you can plan, I think that Emmalyn will teach you more. She will be your best. I'm sure she will. (laughs) Okay. That's all I had. Did you have any like good stories or anything that you really wanted to share about the nursery process or just preparing for baby from a homemaker standpoint? Um, Not I can think of. I... I've tried to keep everything really organized. I need to post pictures of her closet and how I approach just organizing that. Mm-hmm. It's way it's funny because my closet is not nearly as organized as her closet is. Um, I guess when you're having a baby, you just get excited and you want everything to be just so. And I think that's just part of the nesting process too. Um, I mean, I really don't know. This is mm-hmm. my first time going through this, but um, I've heard from other people that that's the way it is. Um, I guess I'll just be sure I add more pictures and links to the Facebook group um, so that when this podcast goes live, everybody can see um, pictures of it. And then if they have questions about where things are from, the, I'll, I'll provide links for them. Um, unfortunately, a lot of the things were either given to us or, you know, DIY or thrifted. So I'm not sure that it'll be super helpful, but I'll try as much as I can. If anything, it can serve as a source of inspiration. Yes. And I think that you need to make I a blog I think I do too. About you it. know, it's <laughs> I created my blog and then I have done absolutely nothing with it. And my mom is... <laughs> 
Oh, me too. Story. Well, my mom is my biggest lies. She's like, you really need to get that going. You need to start adding pictures and, you know, writing things on your blog. And I'm always like, yeah, yeah, I plan to do that. But then I just don't make time to, to sit down and focus on it. Mm-hmm. And I think that I probably have like this perfectionist mentality of things just aren't exactly the way that I want them to be. So I'm not going to post this. Um, and so I need to just get over that probably and just bite the bullet and do it. No, you should. You I'm preaching to the choir should. too. <laughs> That's why we have a podcast because it's audio. <laughs> Okay. Well, Kayla, will you tell us how to find you? Tell all of our listeners how to find you on Instagram. Um, So my Instagram handle um, for my decor account is all things Anderson. So you can find me on there. And then my blog is all things Anderson.com. But of course there's nothing on there. So you can visit (laughs) it and maybe, maybe soon I'll have some exciting stuff on there. Um, And I, I do plan to to post some things this summer, especially about her nursery and then some other things um, from just around our home. And as I've been going through the nesting process, I've changed some things and updated some decor. So hopefully I'll have some fun content up there soon. And if anything, you can just post a link to this podcast episode. And that is good enough for me. (laughs) Yes. Thank you so much for having me. We always love having you. We we talk all the time about how this podcast has helped us like make friends from like around the country that we never would have met otherwise. And you're definitely one of those that we're so happy to have met and been able to connect with, even though you're like not that far that's from true. Jackson. I know we need yeah, to get together true. because you're only like, we'll you're not to. that far away. I mean, I know, it's totally a day trip. I know it's a shame. We'll have to figure that out. Thank you so much for being on here. And you can find Jackie. Jackie, did you have any like last thoughts or was that it? Um, just that the fact that Kayla is going to post even more pictures of her nursery <laughs> on our Facebook group is a good reason to join if you haven't already. Yes, that is so true. And our Facebook group is the Millennial Homemakers on Facebook. And you can also find our uh, podcast Instagram is the Millennial Homemakers. Jackie's Instagram is jvalexander16. And mine is at Jacqueline Humble. And we would love to get to know you just like that's how we got to know Kayla is she was a podcast listener, joined our Facebook group, became our friend. So you could be our friend too. And you can be on the podcast. If you ever, if you're a millennial homemaker and you have an idea for an episode, just shoot us a message because chances are we will say yes. <laughs> Thank you so much, Kayla. And we will talk to you Bye. guys next time. Bye.